get ready to get sticky. Sticky Situations is sponsored by Corona Crush. Corona Crush is creating Jewish couples always. Join the Facebook group. Just search Corona Crush and look out for virtual speed dating events happening every other week. They're 100% free and 100% Jewish. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Sticky Situations. I'm your host, Rachel, as you know, because I'm unforgettable. Everybody, please, whatever platform you're listening on, go follow, subscribe. If you have the ability, if the platform allows for it, rate and review. We need some five-star reviews um, also, but don't review it or rate it if uh, you're not going to say anything nice. Like, just keep that to yourself. You can send me a DM and um, with whatever you don't like, but don't don't put it all on the internet. Um, I'll, I'll fix whatever you want if you send me the DM. So that being said, also go like Sticky Situations page on Facebook, follow Sticky Situations Pod on Instagram, follow Sticky Situations Pod on TikTok. Um, if you would like to be a guest on my podcast, please, you can DM me at Sticky Situations Pod, or you can send me an email at shakysituationspod at gmail.com. I also have the application. Um, as you know, my new sponsorship with Corona Crush and each post on Corona Crush you can also, there's a link to the application to come be a guest. So you can go and look at those up and fill out the application. I'm pretty sure I also put them on the Instagram somewhere. I think in the story highlights, um, if you also want to find a way, or you could just send me a DM. Either way works. I would love to have you on the podcast. If you would also like to date me or any of my previous single guests or any of my guests on this podcast that are single, um, you can also send me a DM. The applications are on the Instagram page as well. But yeah, We'd, lo- we'd love to make a shit off. So please, please send me DMs, fill out the applications, but let's get right into it. So today I have an extra special guest. Everybody, please welcome to the podcast, Chaya. Chaya, welcome to Sticky Situations. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. I'm excited to have you here. Okay. So Chaya, just for my listeners, um, I, I always ask four basic questions. So can you just tell my listeners, your age, your location, your relationship status, and your religious identification. Chai and I were actually talking before recording. If anybody has a better way of phrasing it, um, aside from religious identification, please let me know. You can send me a DM. But for now, I think everyone understands what what we're asking. Yeah. So uh, I'm Chaya. I'm 29. I'm married. I live in Israel. I'm originally from Brooklyn, um, but I've been living here for a while. And uh, my religious identification affiliation, I guess, would say the Tilumi, if you're an Israel modern Orthodox in America, yeah. along those lines. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so Chaya. Um, Chaya also was telling me that she has um, a couple other things that she wanted to say before we get into stories and stuff, just about herself and what she does in Israel and helping the Jews get married. Oh yeah, that is very important. So I'm the director of English programs for an organization called Chiburim. Uh, we're a platform for people who are looking to find long-lasting, meaningful relationships. We work with people who are religious, traditional, secular, everything in between. Um, and what's unique about us is that everyone who signs up for Chiburim is assigned a mentor who gets to know them and works with them to help them get you know, one step closer to getting married. So let's say, for example, you have a hard time getting past the first or second date, or you're not getting relevant suggestions, or you don't know where to go to find relevant suggestions or to meet relevant people. Your mentor is there to get to know you, to help you along the way, um, to brainstorm, to give you a listening ear, and to help you hash things out and suggest relevant matches that come their way. Um, It's just an, an objective person with life experience who's not a family member or a friend in their job is to help you on your dating journey. So if you're interested in uh, finding out more about Hebrew and you're based in Israel or you know people in Israel, uh, check us out at Instagram uh, at Hebrew ENG. And also we're on Facebook and we have a website and I'll give Rachel all those. Yeah, I'll post that. I'll post the website link in the episode description and the Instagram and I can tag the Instagram account in our Instagram post for this episode. So you guys can find all the resources available. So, but yeah, so Chaya, Chaya tells me everybody that she also has some dating. She might be married, but she still has some dating stories. (laughs) I do. I do have dating stories. Um, So Chaya, let's get right into it. Let's hear some of your dating stories. Okay. Well, I guess I'll start with the shortest date ever. 
Uh, <laughs> shortest date ever. I This was one of the few times that I went on a date in the States. Um, I was there for the summer and my friend was talking to someone and she's like, okay, I'll set you up with this guy. So I go, and like I said, I'm from Brooklyn, but I'm from, you know, like, I, I'm from Hymish, Brooklyn, if you know what I'm talking about. So like, <laughs> like for those of you Brooklyn, who don't know what that means, it's like a little bit more of like the religious Brooklyn, like, uh, yeah. yeah, not, not the artsy Brooklyn, not like the arts capital of the world, Brooklyn, you know, where like all the cool no, people like, are. I'm like from, the black hats. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm from, you know, Borough Park, Flatbush. And so I, you know, get set up at Sky and he says, come meet me in Park Slope. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm with a phone that like doesn't have data in the States and like barely has phone calls. And I'm like trying to figure out how to get to Park Slope. For non-New Yorkers also who don't know what Park Slope is, Park Slope is like hipster Brooklyn. Yeah. So that that's like if you don't live in Brooklyn and you're not or if you don't live in New York and you're like imagining Brooklyn but not the Jewish Brooklyn it's this hipster part of Brooklyn it's, it's fun all, yeah it's where all the cool people are it's like if you watch those real estate videos on YouTube and they're like you know half a bedroom apartment in Brooklyn New York at like the top of a staircase in the middle of nowhere and it's like slightly very rickety and looks off like weird and it is in a brownstone building I don't know if anyone knows what I'm talking about, but that's that's Park Slope. <laughs> um, it's very it's very artsy. Anyway, so I'm like trying to get around New York without data, and finally I get to the Starbucks where we meet, and the guy is a writer, and so I see him in the Starbucks, and he says, "Great, you're here. Let's go." We go to the sci-fi um, aisle in Starbucks. He shows me the books that he likes. He tells me about the music that he likes to listen to when he's um, writing sci-fi and the writers he likes and the writers he's spoken to. And I'm like, that's great. I'm trying to bring in like part of my conversation and like talk a little bit. And I'm like, no, not much of a response. After half an hour, the guy's like, oh, well, I got a writer, writer's meeting in like 20 minutes. So I'm gonna go now. I'm like, okay, I guess this date's over. So he walks me out of the Starbucks and he says, okay, I guess we'll be in touch. I'm like, sounds good. And I start walking away and I realize that I have no idea where I'm going. I don't know where to find the nearest train station, but I couldn't turn back because the guy would still be there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Eventually I made it home. That's what matters. But that was oh the shortest gosh. date I've ever been on. It was like 30 minutes total. Oh my gosh. Wait, so I should have asked this at the beginning. Yeah. You, you're from Brooklyn and you live in Israel now. How long ago did you move to Israel? And I'm guessing if you said you were like home for the summer when you went on this date, you were mm -hmm. single when you moved to Israel. Yeah. So I actually moved to Israel when I was 14 on a high school program and mm -hmm. on my own without family. And I was living in Jerusalem I've been living in Israel for about 14 years. I was living in Jerusalem for about 10 years um, after high school and after, you know, Shirut Lumi National Service, which is an alternative to army service um, and so on. And I would visit my family a lot of times in the summer, especially in, you know, when I was in high school and in college, um, I'd go visit the States and work and whatever. But most of my single career was in Israel. And I definitely experienced the Israeli dating scene. Okay, so wait, I have a couple questions from your story and then we can talk okay. about like the Israeli dating scene. Um, okay, so did this guy ever follow up after the date? I don't think so. I don't I don't think so. I don't think there I don't think it was any closure, but I think it was understood on both of our ends that this wasn't gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't I don't think there was anything at the end. I don't think I ever heard from him again. Also, like, I just have to say, like, you guys all hear me, like, criticize these guys for things. Like, it's so rude to make a girl meet you somewhere that's, like, not close to where she is if you have something and you're only planning on being there for half an hour. Like, I would say, like, an in-person date, I would set aside at least, like, an hour and a half to two hours, especially if someone's commuting. Like, that's so rude. Because what? You probably, like, did your hair and makeup, picked out a cute outfit went all the way to park slope only yeah. for this guy to i mean bad date aside but like 
like if it was you if it was your choice to leave after half an hour that's fine more power to women I support leaving dates early if you're not having a good time all of my friends have told me that they they do that I have yet to do that um I just kind yeah. of just wait until like if there's a stopping point or like we finish our drinks and he's like do you want another one and I'm like no I want to go home but yeah. um but yeah more power to everyone who just like leaves mid-date because they know it's not it but it's just so rude guys like don't just I I understand if it's like a video call or a phone call because I do that I'm like okay I have half an hour like I'll t- and I'll tell them like I have half an hour but that's so rude yeah, I, I would say that, like, I feel like consideration is sexy. You know, when yeah. when a guy shows consideration in, you know, in your time, in, you know, the location, I, I find that it, it gives it gives you it gives you bonus points. So, guys, just know that, you know, when you ask a girl like, oh, is this place, you know, convenient for you or does this time work for you? You're getting massive brownie points. Yeah. The most attractive thing to me when a guy asks me on a date is, he asked me like what neighborhood I prefer it in. Mm-hmm. He makes a plan. He doesn't say, oh, what do you want to do? Like, I hate that. Yeah. Um, he makes a plan, says, hey, is drinks at this bar at this time work for you? And then he acts like a gentleman and then offers to like walk or Uber me home. Like, that's what guys are supposed to do. Yeah. Like, chivalry is not dead. Absolutely. We're strong, Absolutely. independent women, but we like a little bit of chivalry here and there. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned some Israeli dating scene. I personally have never dated in Israel. I've only been in the New York dating scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hear Israel dating scene is a, a whole different animal, a whole different world. Yeah. I'd say it's a lot more casual. Again, I haven't, other than like this guy and one other guy that I went out with in the States, most of my dating experiences have been in Israel and like the more religious community. Um, but it is a lot more casual. Um, you know, you'll generally, you know, set a place to meet up. You'll meet up in advance. It's, you know, you're not, you know, you're not going to fancy restaurants on the first or second date. You know, it's, it's more like we'll go for coffee and walk around the park type of a thing. Um, I think there are pros and cons to both, you know. Um, I think ultimately what, what really makes, you know, a date successful is how present you are. Um, and I think that could be like that could that could be whether you're you know in a very in in a low casual in a more casual date or rather in a more like formal date you know as long as you're coming in and being yourself I think that's really the the kind of the main thing yeah I agree it doesn't it doesn't matter how like I mean you guys have heard me say this on the podcast I don't honestly I don't feel comfortable being taken out to like a fancy place on like the first date Mm-hmm. I much prefer like a guy to go buy me like we go out for froyo or coffee or one drink at like a bar and it's just about the person and our connection and does the conversation flow like I don't need you to like impress me with like the fanciness of the place like impress me like with you mm-hmm. like I'm looking for you so yeah 100% agree yeah okay so do you have um some more stories you would like to share Mm, that's a good question I'm trying to think um all of a sudden all my ideas went out and I took notes beforehand (laughs) it's all good (laughs) um I'm trying to think um I'll get back to you if I if a story comes to mind then I'll 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 let you know honestly I I was telling Clia before um before we were recording I'm like yeah sometimes I share my stories sometimes I a lot of the times I share my stories. I always have something weird happening, but <laughs> it's weird. Like this, I think the past two weeks, I've just like had a lot going on, like with other aspects of my life. So my dating, uh, my dating life has like taken a little bit of a, a little bit of a step back, or I've taken a little bit of a step back just because like mm-hmm. I have like work stuff going on, but it's funny. I'm hoping to have my friend on to talk about this. But she decided that she's going to just have a month where she says yes to a bunch of stuff. And she's like, do you want to do it with me? And I'm like, honestly, no. But <laughs> <laughs> and then and then she like talked more about it. I'm like, OK, so instead of me fully participating in her month of yes, I'm and we we said it was a season because it's not really a month because mm-hmm. we started mid month. But 
we decided to give our give each other like little challenges that we do together and it's actually like worked out a little bit like just to get us out of our comfort zone more which usually I'm pretty out of my comfort zone I have this podcast I literally have a dating application that guys Mm -hmm. fill out that they want to date me and it's kind of extensive but it's kind of funny I just I really like a good google form Oh my God. Can I just say, I love Google Forms. I've made major life decisions with Google Forms. So yeah, I mean, I should, I should send you the Google form for my date, for my dating application. Cause okay. So for my guest app, like the guest application to like come be a guest on the podcast is really basic. It's just like asking some basic information about you, like your age, location, um, relationship status, Mm -hmm. um, religious level, those types of things and then like how to contact you and then I have like a brief phone call with anyone who applies just to plug the little application process it's nothing scary um and then setting up a time to record and the guest application process is kind of some guest dating application process is a little bit similar it's just like asking which guest you want to date some basic information about you and also hopefully like I'll make some matches um so I would set up a, a meeting with whoever submits it but my dating application (laughs) is a whole like what if scenario I think I just had like a few really bad dates like at the beginning of the summer around when I started this podcast um and uh, like springtime Mm -hmm. so I made this application because I'm like I'm tired of guys wasting my time so I made this application and it's all multiple choice like there are a couple like things that are short answer it's like why should I date you and um or like describe your personality and then why should I date you Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like it's funny I don't know I actually remembered a dating story that you reminded me of because oh um, okay so you say the dating story all right so I'll say the dating story because you mentioned um you know saying yes to everything so as part of being single for many years in Jerusalem, I had over 35 roommates. Um, and oh my gosh. Yeah. And like, and they all left because most of them got married. Like it would be one would move in, she'd get married, the next would move in, she'd get married. And said it got to the point where people were like commenting on Facebook posts when I post that I was looking for a roommate, like, move in with Kaya, you're gonna get married. So it was pretty crazy. But one of my roommates uh, challenged me. She said, you know, I've known you. We've been living with each other for about a year. You know, if I if I set you up with someone, you have to agree to go out with him. No questions asked. So I said, okay. you know, it was after I was on a after I was on a break from dating out of like partly by my choice, partly not. And my friend sent me this suggestion. She said, okay, you have to agree to go out with him. So I did. And it wasn't like an amazing date. We didn't end up getting married. This is not the story of how I met my husband. That's a different We'll story. get to that. We'll get to we'll that. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. But it was just such a good experience to kind of like, you know, I went for it. I tried it. It wasn't so bad. You know, it, it was just, it was a really fun experience to kind of, you know, say, okay, I'm going to trust somebody else. I'm just going to go for it someone who knows me, obviously, and try something new. And I, I think it, it, you know, especially going on this date after a long time of not going out on any dates, it, it kind of set the tone of the dates that I went on afterwards. You know, it, it was a more positive experience. So that's just my little nugget. Of, I don't know, my little story nugget for you. I feel like also, like if I had Although I, I think this friend, which I'm really hoping that after our uh, our season that we're we're talking about, she uh, agrees. She she doesn't really want to come on the podcast, and I told her I wouldn't pressure her. But I'm hoping that maybe she'll come on to talk about it. Um, just about like this season of and stories from it. Honestly, like I have nothing really so far. I did challenge us to like post something and. Like I've I've been coming up with little challenges, which is fun, and she comes up with them too. I haven't completed some of them yet, but um, I'm so curious to hear about these challenges. Oh, so okay, so you guys know that we're sponsored by Corona Crush, and so there are other similar groups. Um, I'm not gonna plug their names because they're not my sponsors. Corona Crushes. Um, one of the challenges I think well, I told her, but she doesn't know if she wants to do it. Is post ourselves on Corona Crush, um, which I've done before, but again, it's like. I mean, I don't think I've been posted for a long time. I think the last time was well over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well over a year ago because I I was in a relationship. Like, it, 
it must have been almost two years ago at this point. Yeah, two years ago. Because I I was in a relationship, as you guys know, I was in two back-to-back relationships since like 2021, summer 2021. And then I haven't really posted any of those since those ended. But um, so there was a comment thread going around, like post a picture of yourself and your location, your age and location. So we did. I'm like, okay, I'll do it if you do it. We helped each other pick our pictures. Uh, I'm like, make sure to put SSSK because like um, certain groups have different level of religious. And Mm -hmm. ideally, like I'm looking for a partner who is also modern Orthodox, like I am. Mm -hmm. So, and then I put my link to my dating application. I don't think anyone from that comment has filled it out. I mean, people have, a lot of people have filled out my dating application, but um, not the right one yet. But um, but yeah, a lot of people just do it because it's funny, but either way. Um, so we posted and I don't know if she got it. I got one message. Actually, I got two messages. I haven't, I didn't answer the second one though. The first one I answered in like, I was chatting with this guy. I actually, we had a video call. He seems like a nice guy. He is not religious. He is not for me, I have to tell him that he's not for me. Hopefully by the time this podcast comes out, I will tell him that he's not for me. Um, and I just had a call with him last night. So from when we're recording. So I plan on sending that message today. He's a nice guy. Just location isn't going to work. Religious level isn't going to work. Probably a couple other things. But but yeah, it's just like a nice, like, get me out of my comfort zone. Like, I told her it's practice. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to think some of the other challenges then she challenged like oh we messaged one person from the comment thread and then so we hadn't done that yet because I don't think there was anyone we actually wanted to message mm-hmm. I'm like okay we'll just pick someone who isn't even in New York and it'll be practice um and then I think I my next challenge was we pick three of our J-Swipe matches and message them first because J-Swipe as you guys know is terrible and nobody messages each other on J-Swipe ever like yeah. <laughs> these dating apps are not great guys so yeah so if anyone has any ideas of the challenges please uh reach out I mean yeah I don't think this episode will come out before the our challenge season is over so so yeah send me your your ideas nothing too crazy because we also want to like be safe like she's like telling me that she's saying yes to everything I'm like please don't meet up with this guy <laughs> who like you don't yeah. know like maybe like say yes to a phone call and then you can decide if you want to go on a date like you can say yes to things without saying yes to everything yeah say yes within reason yeah give things a chance like the whole point is to get out of the com- at least for me it's to get out of my comfort mm-hmm. zone a little bit put myself back out there like I'm pretty much out of my comfort zone always I don't even know if I have a comfort zone anymore but <laughs> but yeah so we'll see how that goes I but it'd be really cool to do like a sticky situation nation kind of uh group challenge you know yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Right? Okay. So I'm going to see how this challenge with my friend goes. And then maybe like in the new year, because I mean, by the time this episode comes out, we're in November. I think this will either come out end of November, maybe beginning of December. Mm-hmm. So maybe like in the new year, we can come up with like a sticky situation nation challenge where I'll, I'll give everyone challenges. Like we can do it on like the Instagram and oh that's a really good idea Chaya I really like that this is great well you'll have to tag me so that I'm I mean obviously I follow you on Instagram but you know have to I'll have to keep an eye out for that yeah oh my gosh I'll post it on the TikTok also um I always I always need new ideas for TikTok content I TikTok is like one of my challenges um with doing this podcast I do have um a social media associate I forget her title so she like does help me with ideas she'll send me things to like put on the TikTok um Mm -hmm. but sometimes like she's in college she's busy um we all have busy lives TikTok is TikTok is actually underratedly a lot of work yeah I I haven't even touched it I'm like I'm like getting there with Instagram I am when I call a vote to you for doing TikTok because it is content creation is so much work yeah, it really is, especially like when that's not your full-time job. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But that's a really good idea. I, I think I, I will post it on the TikTok and then I'll post the reels onto Instagram. Yeah. And we could talk about it in the episodes and then whoever's following along, 
um, if you want to come and be a guest and talk about it afterwards, like, please like send me a DM. I would love that. That would be great. I mean, I could talk about my own personal, uh, once we do it. Cause obviously whatever challenges, unless I miraculously start dating someone before then, um, which you never know, but also probably highly unlikely. I'll, I'll, I would do the challenges as well. Like anything I challenge, I'm also going to do. So I like this. This is a really good idea. I, I Thank you, Kaya. Oh, anytime. <laughs> I can't wait to see what happens. I think it could be such a, you know, also to know that you're not doing this alone, but you've got like other people doing this with you. Yeah. You know? Like everybody is going to message one person on the Corona question or every person's going to whatever. It's it's like, it's like, okay, it's part of a challenge. I'm not alone. You know? Also, Shiggy Situation Nation, if you want to post yourself on Corona Crush and you want like a hype man, like send me the post, like you can DM me, send me your name, like send me the link to your post. I'll hype you up. I will send a comment, like Shiggy Situation Nation, I'm your ride or die. Like, just tell me I'm your hype girl. So I'll do it. Like everyone needs a hype girl and I'm willing to do it. So, but you got to be a part of Shiggy Situation. Well, obviously you're going to be a part of Shiggy Situation Nation because to know to send it to me because that means you're listening to this episode so but i'm always here to support members of sticky situation nation guys girls anyone i'm i'm a supporter so (laughs) and we always support like if you want to sign up for a corona crush speed dating well we're gonna incorporate some good uh corona crush content into this too well actually did you know the Reem collaborates with corona crush on their speed dating events Oh, wow. Yeah. But it's o- it only for Israel, correct? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you have any Israeli listeners, uh, yeah, I mean, totally I definitely sign up for the next um, speed dating. Um, yeah, I definitely do have Israeli listeners. I can see it in my uh, my demographics. So any of my Israeli listeners, go sign up for a Chibarim Corona Crush collaboration speed dating event. Yeah, we actually had one last week and it was really successful. Like over 300 people signed up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So highly recommend. So wait, Chaya, I guess before yeah. I ask you to tell the story of how you met your husband, mm-hmm. do you have any like fun stories of anyone that you've like helped set up in Chiborim? So not yet. I actually just started my job a few months ago. I'm more of like, I work with the mentors and the, and our, we call them Chaborim, like the people who sign up. So it's more about, you know, finding the right matches between the mentors and people who sign up, but as someone who has lived through many roommates getting married, um, I guess, I don't know if I have any stories of setting them up, but I, one of my roommates, I was literally in the room with her as she had the phone call about her, (laughs) about the guy that she ended up dating. It's a very cool story. It's her story, so I can't really share it, but Crazy, if she ever wants to come story. on the podcast, then. If she, yeah, I'll I'll tell her. I'll tell her she has to come on the podcast. But it was very <laughs> cool to kind of like I felt like I was going <laughs> going through the like I was experiencing it from the side. Um, but it was also very eye opening, you know, for me to see how you know healthy relationships develop from the side, which was something that you know it w- it was something that I was looking for, um, and it was just really interesting to kind of like help her through like all the all the decisions that she was making of whether or not you know I should move forward with this guy you know he's a great guy but I don't know and he's like is he too good is he not you know do I want to move forward with this um and to kind of you know be that friend throughout that process was you know very first of all it was very meaningful but also was very cool um you know to 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 witness the evolution of a relationship because when you're in it, you're in it and it's hard to see. But when you, you're watching from the side and you're so close to it, it's very, it, it's, it's eye-opening. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I haven't helped facilitate any relationships yet. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still working on it. None of my ideas ever want to go out with each other, but. Um, but good for you for trying, you know, you never know what's going to make a couple click. And, and I think you just got to keep trying until, until, until it works. Yeah, exactly. But I've definitely seen different friends of mine. Um, I have a bunch of married friends. So I've definitely seen different friends of mine start out relationships and like see those progress over time and see the evolution of it. And like some are different than others. Some are like, it's funny because like some are like obsessed with their significant other from the beginning. Some it's Mm -hmm. like, it's like, oh, I'm not sure. I don't know. And then it's like, I'll talk them through things, give them advice because 
like any single person, I love giving dating advice, as you guys know, on Sticky Situation, <laughs> Sticky Situation Nation, um, like giving advice about what to try. Like, I remember one of my friends was dating her now husband and she like, she's like, I'm just not sure about a few things. And like, we were in a long car ride together and I'm like, okay, hit me. Mm-hmm. What aren't you sure about? And like the things she said, I like kind of talked her through them and I'm like, no, this isn't such a big deal if you look at it this way. Like, and this is like a temporary thing. Like nothing was like core personality, like values or anything. Mm-hmm. So, and I had a different friend also was like, oh, this guy, he likes me, but I don't know. And I'm like, okay, like, why don't you just try dating him and see what mm-hmm. happened? And they're married now. Um I'm not I'm not taking credit at all for that but I did tell her I'm like just go out with him like why not I feel like like you could take a little bit of credit for that like I definitely like talked to like she was freaking out but I mean she definitely had other friends giving her advice as well um so but yeah I'm always here to listen I'm always here to give dating advice Um, okay everybody we're gonna take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors but we'll be right back Sticky Situations is sponsored by Corona Crush. Are you tired of swiping on dating apps? Tired of guessing whether the cute guy or girl you keep seeing around is Jewish and or single? Then you need to run, not walk, to join Corona Crush. Corona Crush is a Jewish organization working to create Jewish couples always. Corona Crush has over 30 confirmed engagements over 22,000 members from all over the world, and has set up over 50,000 speed dates. Join the Corona Crush Facebook group and post yourself or have a friend post you and see who reaches out. Fill out the survey to sign up for virtual speed dating events happening every other week. Corona Crush is 100% free and 100% Jewish. Worst case, you end up with some stories of your own. Best case, you find the love of your life. Try it out today. Here on Sticky Situations, we tend to focus on bad dating stories, but sometimes dates do go well and lead to proposals and weddings. Who would have thought? And what do all of those require, you might be asking? Well, the answer is flowers. Who doesn't want flowers from someone they've been seeing? Don't forget, flower petals and bouquets needed for proposals. And that's even before all the flowers that go into weddings. Sticky Situations is sponsored by Primrose Flower Shop. In my opinion, Primrose is the coolest flower shop around and has the best customer service to fulfill all of your floral needs. Primrose offers a range of services from your basic bouquets to subscription services where you can get flowers delivered once a week. They deliver all over the tri-state area, including Manhattan. Primrose does weddings, bar and bat mitzvahs, and other simchas. I've personally been to a wedding where Primrose did the flowers, and the work they did was beyond gorgeous. Primrose additionally offers in-store proposals, including a romantic setup with candles and music. Primrose is located at 2922 Avenue M in Brooklyn, and the phone number is 929-376-9815. You can also follow Primrose on Instagram at PrimroseNY. So, if you can't get someone out of your head, buy them some flowers from Primrose. They'll either love it or they'll find you really creepy. But regardless, the flowers will be out of this world. As listeners of Sticky Situations, we know you love hearing people's best dating stories. Now you can hear dating stories in real time through Date in a Blink, a podcast that lets you eavesdrop on people's first dates. The conversations range from goofy and hilarious to deep and vulnerable to sweet and awkward AF. Can you predict which couples match and which don't? Check it out and see how good your guessing skills are. Okay, so Chaya. Do you want to tell me, or do you have anything else that you want to um, tell my listeners, Shiki Situation Nation, about the work that you do? And kind of, I know you briefly touched upon it, like how you got into it. Okay, yeah, sure. So I guess, like I mentioned, our main focus is really the mentorship because, you know, Keeper Ream was started by um, Judy and Roy Stern. Uh, Roy of Blessed Memory, um, and their whole idea was that they, they, they say that, you know, the, the journey to finding uh, a match is, you know, can be very lonely, and they wanted um, 
you know, singles and also divorcees and, and widows, people who are looking for love, to have someone to be at their side along the way. Um, so the mentorship is really what is our, it's, it's, our, it's our passion, it's what we really do. Um, but along with that, we also have events. Um, we actually had a trivia night event last week, which is kind of open to the public and it's an opportunity for people to meet. We also have an internal data, uh, dating website for people members. And it's important for me to say that because every person meets with a mentor and they meet with them face to face, we don't have any fake profiles. There's a, a human being who has met every single person in our database of 2,700 singles at this time. Um, and so it's, you know, and we also take a very holistic approach when it comes to setting people up and dating. So like, we're not only, only gonna rely on our database, um, we'll set people up, you know, let's say a mentor has a neighbor who could be a great um, match for the person that they're mentoring, they won't hesitate to, to, set, to set them up. So we take like a pretty holistic approach to it. Um, I guess if I, I guess I kind of want to talk a little bit about, you know, you, you said that you haven't had that many married, um, you know, guests on the show. And I kind of want to talk a little bit about, you know, giving dating advice as a married person, um, sure. if that's okay with you. Yeah, of course. Because <laughs> I think a lot of times, you know, as some, you know, when you're married, you think like, oh, I found my person. I know the answer to finding love. I'm like, it's, it's not really true. You know, we know what works for us. And there could be some wisdom in that, you know, when it comes to trying to set people up. But at the end of the day, you never know what's going to make a couple click. So I say, you know, you got to try and be respectful and non-judgmental, but really, you know, remember that it's not about you. It's about the person who's, you know, looking for love. It's about the other side. Um, so that was very important for me to share. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have a lot of married friends and mm -hmm. I don't have so many friends who got married, like to the first guy they dated. A lot of my friends, like dated for a long time and it's funny because a lot of them will be like I'll like complain to them about my life and being single and everything and they're like I know I know how hard it was and this and that and I'm like yeah you know how hard it was but like it's sometimes like their advice is not very helpful like some of them are like on it like one of my one of my friends is like my own personal shot con mm -hmm. like she like she's my matchmaker on like a different dating platform like on a couple different dating platforms like That's awesome. so she's like out to find me someone but like it's also like her network is only so large um and like I don't know some of my married friends are like don't give up some of my married friends just love hearing my stories and they're like <laughs> I'm not even gonna try to give you advice like um but yeah it's it's very important for like married people or people who are engaged or in like relationships that you know you're gonna get married that like being single sucks and like sometimes we don't want to hear your advice. Like sometimes the advice is good and sometimes it's very helpful. Like mm -hmm. my my thing is it's like, okay, at least for my married friends, I only want practical advice. Like don't tell me like, oh, don't give up. Your person's out there. Like, no, be like, okay, go talk to this Shad Khan. Like go explore this avenue. Like, oh, I'm going to be your connector on this website. Like that's my mm -hmm. thing. I mean, just yeah. for me personally, but I'm also not into like the, oh no, your person's out there. Like, don't give up, like do this, that. Like, I'm very just like a practical straight shooting person in general. Yeah. So it might help some people, but like married people know your single friends, like know what they want to hear, know what they don't want to hear. Um, but, but yeah, I kind of like also, to what you you're know, saying. Yeah. I think it's also important to, you know, to validate and be a listener. Sometimes just, you know, listening is, is, is huge and goes a long way. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, I think it is, I, at least, you know, for myself, when my friends reach out to me and talk to me about, you know, their dating lives and, you know, what they're looking for, I, I, I feel really honored because, you know, yes, I have the professional hat, but at the end of the day, you know, you're my friends and you're trusting me with this information and I'm going to look out for you. But I, I, I really appreciate that, you know, you're sharing this with me because um, it's hard. And like you said, you know, I remember back when I was single, but I don't know what you're going through right now. And, you know, even though I got married during COVID, the ecosystem, the dating ecosystem has changed, you know? And so like, I can, I, I, I'm glad that you're sharing this with me because it opens up my mind. And also it allows me to help to, to try to help as best as I can in the space that you're in without just 
relying on my own experience. Yeah. And for any of my Mary friends listening, like you're great. I love you all. Like um, none of my Mary friends give me like bad advice. Like, like when I'm saying this, like my married friends, like know me and they know that like, I need a practical, like one of my like very, very close friends. She, um, I, I called her when I, in my last relationship, I was just having a hard time, like making a decision on what I wanted to do. It was getting to that point that like my feelings were a certain way. And I just like, didn't know what to do. I didn't know how, how much further to keep going, to keep trying. And it all came to a head on Travis one, one week where I just like sat on my, I have a balcony on my apartment and I sat on my balcony with my roommate and my friend just like crying about it. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And then after Shabbos, um, this friend is, was in the time at the time she was in London. Like she lived in London and I just, I called her. It was probably midnight in London, like maybe even later. Like she was getting ready for bed. She was like, she had an early morning. I think her and her husband were going on a trip and she just like sat with me. I was like bawling my eyes out on the phone with her after Shabbos here. Like, I don't know what to do. And her and her, her husband was there too. Also like, mm-hmm. I don't. Some people have different preferences of their married friends, like if their husbands are involved. Personally, like I see my friends' husbands as an extension of them. So like I'm cool if they like have something to like chip in too. Um and like they just having another perspective and having the guy perspective. Exactly. And like they just sat with me on the phone. I was just like and I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And like crying my eyes out. And they like gave me really good advice, like walking me through everything, calming me down. And so like, I, I really appreciate my married friends. I'm just saying like from other married people I know, and I do have other friends who like don't have practical advice. And like, they'll tell me, they're like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm here if you want to vent. And like, that's appreciated too. Or just like ones that one of my friends um, back home, when I go home, I like, I always go and hang out with her and her she she has two kids so Shabbos morning I like will go and have coffee with her and her husband always comes home from shul and he's like okay Rachel what's the tea tell us everything <laughs> and he just they just like like hearing my stories like and I I know like if I do have like questions or really need advice on a specific situation I'm sure they would do it but it, they're not being like oh like stay strong stay in there like whatever like fluffy advice but like they're just like okay tell us tell us your frustrations tell us the stories and that's appreciated too because as you know as shiki situation nation knows i love finding the humor and in all of it but okay so chaya do you want to tell me and my listeners the story she she told me when we spoke before that it's a story so i'm excited to hear the story of how you met your husband yeah okay so how i met my husband so it's I was, I met my husband online and also through a friend and about two weeks before she set me up, we had gotten into this very intense discussion about, about like, you know, the reasons why people say no. And it it kind of like, it it was a very passionate discussion about like, you know, whether or not you tell people like, listen, guys are saying no for X, Y, and Z reasons, or women are saying no for X, Y, and Z reasons, or you just say, listen, the person said it wasn't my team. And it was a very intense situation uh, discussion. And we ended up like, we ended up finishing the discussion with my friend saying, listen, I'm going to go find, I'm, I'm going to look for a guy for you. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever, go ahead. Other people have said they're going to try to find me someone. Go, just go for it, go for it. She sent me my husband's profile two weeks later. And I was like, oh, this guy looks normal. Now, for me, that's very important to say, because at the time I was working somewhere where I was reading through hundreds of interview summaries a day, like a day. And my job was really to read between the lines. So when I got my husband's profile, it looked, it looked normal. And that was a huge, huge deal. We went out, we met during COVID. This was after the first lockdown. So there wasn't really much to do, but restaurants were open. And um, yeah, we met during COVID. We dated throughout throughout COVID. Uh, We got engaged after the second lockdown and we got married in the middle of the third lockdown. We had a COVID wedding with 20 people. Uh, The cops showed up. I didn't notice (laughs) because I was, you know, under the chuppah. Um, And like, we're like, okay, you guys have 20 people. Mazalto, we're not coming back. Um, But it was a very, yeah, it was, it was a, we're a COVID couple. We're a (laughs) hardcore COVID couple. 
But it was interesting because at the time I was also a Hebrew member. I had finished my mentorship, but I was still in touch with my mentor. And, you know, after our first date, it was a very good first date. But like my husband sent me a message being like, well, at the time it wasn't my husband, but he sent me a message being like, yeah, it was great seeing you. I'd like to do this again sometime. I'm like, I don't know about you, but when I heard, when, when I get messages like, yeah, we should be in touch or like, we should do this again sometime. Like my answer was like, yeah, I'm never going to hear from you again. Yeah. So <laughs> I called up my mentor was like, ah, Miriam, what should I do? Am I like, should I invest my energy in this? Like, is this guy going to call me back? Also, I don't know. He's younger than me. My husband's younger than me, by the way. <laughs> How much younger than you? A year and three months with two grades, two grades below. Oh, okay. That's not crazy. I thought you were going to say like five years and I'm like, no, no, no. But also I'm very proud of this. I'm very proud of this. (laughs) I I highly recommend dating, like dating younger men. And I think, and I will say guys that date older women know that they've got to up their game and they're high quality guys. So just saying that that's, that's my personal anecdotal opinion. But I will also say that my cousins have all married um guys that are that were younger than them and they all have happy marriages so i it's it's a good sign yeah i'm open to dating guys who are younger than me not so much younger like they still need to be in like a similar place in life um yeah. and ready to get married but but yeah guys were in high school at the same time you know yeah oh wait um i just i have something funny that i just remembered to it. say about dating younger guys so this guy messaged me on JSwipe. So I recently turned 29 as Sticky Hey, me too. Oh, okay. Fellow Scorpio? Oh, uh, no. Uh, Libra. I'm oh, okay. 29. So I turned 29 we're, while we're recording. I turned 29 at the beginning of November. So. Happy birthday. Thank you. So this guy, this was like before my 29th birthday. So I was 28 at the time. Um, not that it really matters, but it matters for the story. So this guy messages me on JSwipe and he is 26. Cause I have my filters. I think it's like down to 26. Cause like, okay, two years younger is not that crazy. Especially like when you're in your mid to late twenties, like everyone, like it's kind of assumed that you have your life a little bit together, mid to late twenties. So I'm like, okay, two years younger than me. isn't crazy. So he messages me and we're chatting a teeny bit and he's like, oh, so like, are you looking for a pen pal on here? And I'm like, no. I'm like, why would you think that? And he's like, I don't know, because older girls don't really like go, go like seriously date younger guys. And I'm like, you're 26. Like, I would assume at 26, you like know how to respect a woman. I guess that's clearly not the case. like he made it seem like I'm some cougar like older woman like as if he's like 22 years old and I'm like talking I'm like a 28 year old talking to a 22 year old like no sir you are two years younger than me like when I was 26 like I just like was so taken aback but I actually have screenshots I gotta post it on the TikTok (laughs) it's just like too much to not have screenshots and I was just so I wasn't even hurt by it or offended. I'm like, what? The yeah. audacity. Like, what is he saying? Like, 26, 28? Like, that's, and also, if, like, you think of it in the reverse, like, it's very normal. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Why, why would you, why would you think that, like, just because a guy is, I don't know, two years older, that that's more legitimate than a woman being two years older? you know yeah I'm like I'm assuming we're like I have a bunch of friends who are 26 like yeah like Like, I live in a community full of a lot of like young singles and like okay yeah there are like the 22 through 25 year olds but also like most of my friends are between the ages of like 26 and 30 like Mm -hmm. it's not that crazy we all still hang out together we're all friends our ages like we're all in the same place in life. And I'm like, okay, sir. Like, I don't know what you're saying. And then I like went off on him and then he deleted the match. Um, I definitely have those screenshots to post on the TikTok, but guys, if you're not mature enough to talk, like, I'm like, I I think I told him, I'm like, if you're not open to like dating girls who are older, like lower your settings. Like this is ridiculous. Like, I don't know why I'm having this conversation right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, I said, a guy that knows he can date an older woman is a quality guy. Yeah. And also, like, 
I don't know, for 26 and 28, I don't really consider that an older woman. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think so with you're, your, the same. yeah, I, f- I feel like if you're within like two years of each other, maybe even three, it's not that crazy. Like you said, if you were in high school at the same time, yeah, like if you overlapped in high, like I've had relationships where I didn't overlap with them in high school. Mm-hmm. Like my last relationship, I think he graduated before I was a freshman and like, that yeah. wasn't weird. Yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah. especially if we were in high school at the same time, like, yeah but whatever guys are guys are just kind of the worst but but yeah sorry <laughs> that was my brief I mean, interruption yeah, but at the end of the day you want to like kind of marrying someone so it's 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 yeah we need to find guys who aren't the worst exactly. the exception I, to the rule. I like to believe that most guys are good and the exception of the the exception to the rule are are the ones that aren't so great and unfortunately they're the loudest yeah <laughs> i'd like to believe that too i just have yet to be proven wrong I, I hear, I hear, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. It was actually something that I like actively worked on um, before I met my husband to kind of like view the people that I went out with as like, okay, most guys are, are normal. And if somebody does something that, you know, reaches my boundaries or is disrespectful to me or, you know, does something rude, that's, that's not normal. And I don't have to tolerate that because most guys are normal. Most guys are respectful. Most guys are kind. Most guys are considerate, you know, and if you're not going to be kind, considerate and respectful and, you know, a decent human being, you're, that's weird. That's not worth my time. And I, and I felt like it took a lot of, you know, pressure off of me. Maybe I should try to change my mindset. I just, and like, I don't know. I think at some point I was thinking along those lines because the relationships that I've had, like those guys were great guys. Mm-hmm. Like, and I have dated some really good guys. Yeah. Um, it just like, I think every time I go out with a good guy, even if it doesn't work out, like mm-hmm. I dated a guy in the summer, we only went on two dates, but mm-hmm. he, he, like, he wasn't my guy, but he was, he was a great guy. Like he's the type of guy, like if I had a friend that I thought of for him, like I would text him to set him up like yeah, those types of guys. But then after that experience, I've just talked to so many bad guys that then I just like get, I'm just reminded. I'm like, oh yeah, like that was the exception. But I don't know. I just need some good guys to come out of the woodwork. I I mean, I like to, I I like to joke that they're, at least I used to joke a lot that like, that like the good guys were like buried under rocks, like, you know, and they like come out and it's interesting. My husband's very much an introvert. I'm very much an extrovert. I was positive that I'd end up meeting the guy like my husband like at an event and like whatever my husband wouldn't like he's not he's not the type of person to go out he he was very much like under the rocks and then like popped out when he was ready to you know get married and then we found each other type of a thing but (laughs) it's it's frustrating and you know you gotta try you gotta try everything yeah Okay, so Chaya, yeah. is there anything else that you want to share before we get to our dating advice and Real Housewives timeline? Um, I don't think so. I think it was just you know, I just I guess I wanted to finish my the story of how. Oh I yeah, my sorry. Husband. Finish your story. Oh, no worries. Oh no my worries. gosh. No, it was just really great to you know I spoke to my mentor and she like you know like you said with your friends like kind of gave me the voice of reason and it was really nice to kind of. I felt like every every step in the relationship, also my husband was my first boyfriend. And like, it was just a whole, it was, it was for me a very um, interesting experience to kind of, you know, be in a relationship and like not second guess and like know very clearly that this guy was into me. And like, I was just like, what am I supposed to do with this information? What am I supposed to do with this experience? Um, <laughs> you know, and I think that sort of like experience is also underrated, especially, you know, I think a lot of times people talk about, you know, their experiences, uh, their experiences of having, you know, many boyfriends or quite a few boyfriends um, or girlfriends, you know, the opposite, but like people who don't have that much, you know, long-term relationship experience. I think the experience of, you know, being with someone who, you know, you're interested in and they're interested in you and like, it's mutual and it's going places. I think that's also like, it, it could be a little bit of a culture shock, um, yeah. but it, it you know, thank God we got married and that's, that's what counts. 
Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I didn't have my first boyfriend until, like, my first actual real boyfriend. Like, I had mm-hmm. some situation trips that don't really matter at all. Because, like, once you actually have that, like, real relationship, it's like, okay, what what even were those? Yeah. Um, I didn't have my first boyfriend until I was 27. So, yeah. Yeah, and like that was like a whole culture shock. Also, like like you were saying, it's like, oh, he likes me. Like he likes me too. Like we both like each other. Like he he's making plans with me. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, unfortunately, he's... it didn't work out. Um, and neither did my next one. But hopefully, the next one will. So yeah, and you know what? Just having a good experience for the most part is also like kind of common to know that like oh, I can have a positive relationship I can you know it and it also gives you what to look for I think it, it yeah. kind of it kind oh, yeah. of gives you more like you know material like oh okay wait this is you know he's kind he's considerate okay these are all good good check marks you know yeah my my two exes they really ruined me for every other guy like they set the bar very high like I thought my like my first boyfriend like I thought he like ruined me for everyone like he set the bar so high with whatever he did like he treated me like a queen um like we obviously every relationship isn't no relationship is perfect everyone has their issues and ultimately it didn't work out but like he set the standard so high that I was like going into my next relationship I was like okay is he gonna meet them and no it wasn't and it's not that he didn't meet my standards it was like it was a little bit different because every guy is different but like the mm-hmm. things that I didn't even know I was missing in my last relationship that was so good. I'm like, oh, wow, that's like a new level. So, yeah, so I know how I can be treated and I know how well I can be treated. And yeah. I'm very lucky that both of my past relationships treated me so well. And that's why I think I'm just like going into the, like talking to these guys. I'm like, it's like you... I my tolerance for BS has yeah it's very low it's very very low now so but I yeah don't know if that's a bad thing you know I, I think you know obviously you have to be open-minded but at the same time you know having standards and knowing your worth and being like you know yes you're gonna call me yes we're, you're gonna come to me with the plan I think it's basic and to you know kind of expect that for yourself I, I think that's a pretty good thing yeah I agree some some of my friends call it being picky, but eh. I'm I don't I don't like the term being picky. I think you know at the end of the day, you know your own experience. And like I said, I'm gonna keep going back to like being open-minded, trying things, you know, putting yourself out there and all that stuff. But I think I think to a certain extent, you know, also trust yourself, trust your experience. You're doing the best that you can. And and like at the end of the day, you never know what's gonna make a couple 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 quick you never know what's going to be right for you but also trust yourself you know you have life experience you know based on your own I, I used to say a lot you know when people would tell me that I was being picky I'd be I'd say you know what if you're asking me this is what I want if God thinks that I need something else we'll make it happen but if you're asking me you know yeah. based on my experience and my knowledge this is what I think I need yeah no I definitely agree with you like I'm very open-minded to things like I have ideas in my head of what I want, um, mm-hmm. just based off of past experiences. But again, like sometimes, like even with my exes, like they did things that I didn't even know I needed mm-hmm. in a relationship. And you like you learn about yourself. Absolutely. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, God. If if God wants me to have something else, then hopefully uh, I'll find that something else. but okay so I know we've been giving advice throughout the episode but Chaya do you have one piece of dating advice that you can give to Sticky Situation Nation sure Sticky Situation Nation my piece of advice to you Um, I've said it before I'll say it again you know try everything put yourself out there put yourself online put yourself on you know, if you're in Israel, sign up for Chiburim, for go on Corona Crush, go to the speed dating events, tell your friends you're looking. If you want to be like Rachel, start a podcast, you know. <laughs> or come be a guest on my podcast. Or be a, be a guest on, her, on, on the podcast, you know. Uh, do the challenge when it comes out. You never know what's going to make a couple quick. You never know what your quote unquote me cute will be. So it's best to try all the best avenues. Just try. Yeah, that's it. I like that. I like it. Uh, definitely on theme for uh for the challenges and everything so just just try new things put yourself out there exactly okay so Chaya 
now the part that uh, <laughs> I always love because it's just cute. Mm-hmm. What is your Real Housewife tagline? Okay, I will preface this by saying that I have a degree in theater and education. Okay. <laughs> My tagline is I may be certified, but I'm no drama queen. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. That's great. I thought hard on that. I, I, I thought long and hard about it. Like th- that's one that, I mean, a lot of people have really good ones. Um, that's one that I can actually see like on the real housewives. Like it was, it was inspired. Somebody mentioned something about being a drama queen or being a princess or something. I was like, <laughs> Oh wait, okay. I got one. I got one. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Okay. So Hiya, thank you. This has been really great. Um, everyone remember to check out Hiburim. I will post the link. Kyle will send me the links and I will mm-hmm. post them in the episode description. I will also tag the Hiborim Instagram page on the Instagram post for this episode. So anyone can easily find the resources. Um, but Kaya, thank you so much for coming on. This has been so fun. Thank you so much for having a really, uh, for having me. Sorry. I really enjoyed this conversation and yeah. Yeah, I did too. This is great. Um, and anyone else who wants another plug to come be a guest on the podcast, it's, it's a lot of fun. We just like hang out, tell stories, chat. It's great. So I highly recommend it. (laughs) I'll keep posting those, uh, those applications, Mm -hmm. but Chaya, thank you again so much. Um, and I guess sticky situation nation, um, you'll catch me next time. Bye everybody. Bye.